The Gospel of Matthew has Jesus climbing up a mountain and giving those who have ears to hear a blessing. Is there anyone in here poor in spirit? If so, Jesus is giving you a blessing. Is there anyone in here who hungers and thirsts for the right thing to do? If so, Jesus is giving you a blessing. Is there anyone in here pure of heart? <laughs> I didn't think so, but Jesus, Jesus thinks so, and Jesus is blessing you. Jesus is giving his Sermon on the Mount, and it begins by warming the congregation, uh, people who are filled with mourning and meekness, people who have been persecuted, and all these people add up to the body of Christ. It is the beginning of the church, the church. And Jesus gives them a blessing, and suddenly the power comes on. You are the light of the world, he tells them. And don't you for a moment forget that. Let your light shine so that all may see your good works, giving glory to your Father in heaven, that they all may see your good works. When Jesus speaks of good works, what does he have in mind? Well, Matthew 5, 21 through 25 for a beginning. So hear the word of God. You have heard it said that it was said during ancient times, you shall not murder, and whoever murders shall be liable to judgment. But I say to you that if you are angry with a brother or sister, you'll be liable to judgment, and if you insult a brother or sister, you'll be liable to counsel, and if you say you fool, you'll be liable to the hell of fire. So when you are offering your gift at the altar, if you remember that your brother or sister has something against you, leave your gift there before the altar. Go, first be reconciled to your brother or sister, and then come and offer your gift. Come to terms quickly with your accuser while you're on the way to court with him, or your accuser may hand you over to the judge and the judge to the guard, and you will be thrown into prison. Truly, I tell you, you will never get out until you have paid the last penny. And this is the word of the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> In the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus takes the law of Moses and cranks it up. You have heard it said you shall not murder, but I say to you, cranking it up, cranking it up, if you are angry at your brother or sister, you shall be liable to judgment. You have heard it said, you shall not commit adultery, cranking it up. But I say to you, anyone who looks at another with lust in their heart, cranking it up. You have heard it said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I say, do not even resist an evildoer. You have heard it said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, cranking it up. Cranking it up, make your light shine before others so that they may see your good works. They. Who are they? Well, they could be you. They could be me. I gave thanks for they the other night. I saw the light of good works of all places on the news. 
A reporter was with a family deep in a basement of what was once a home in a city that was once a city in Ukraine. The room was dark except for the camera light and the light of a woman who welcomed a reporter into her home, her basement. Welcomed him in, and then asked him to stay for dinner. The woman and the family, they had nothing. The reporter said, no, 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 you have so little, I can't sit, eat, she said. What made the news that night was not the insanity of war. No, what made the news is when you crank it up. You crank up the love, you crank up the hospitality. Wow! Oh, you have heard it said that we live in a survival of the fittest world. You have heard it said, weaponize your bomb shelter and hope to live. But I say to you, you are the light of the world. You give your life to a stranger. Show the world what you're made of. Show the world that you're not afraid. Show the world, Emmanuel, God with us. And in that Ukrainian woman, I saw the true light that entered into the world. I saw the sacrifice of a cross. And I gave thanks to my Father in heaven. You have heard it said. 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 You all know the old news, says Jesus. You're immersed in it. Watch out. Because God is doing a new thing. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Watch out. Because when light comes into the world, watch out. (laughs) Because when light comes into the world, those who see it, some, they'll run for the shadows. Hide in the darkness. It's more comfortable there with the things that we know, the things that we've already made up our minds about, the place where God is up to the old things. We received a call at the church this past week to see if we might have a photograph of one of our former associate pastors, Lucius DeBose. It was a church down in South Carolina that was calling and asking for the photograph. I wouldn't know where to begin to look for a photograph of an associate pastor. Now, a senior pastor, we have those files. Those are quite full and thick. In fact, I have a file full of 8 by 10 glossies, signed and suitable for framing. (laughs) They'll look good in any foyer or family room. But they weren't asking for my picture or any of the senior pastors. Do you have a photograph of Lucius DeBose? He was an associate pastor at Westminster way back. Well, we'll have to look. Why do you need a photograph of Lucius? 
Well, back in 1961, we threw him out of our church, and we want to honor him. You don't honor pastors you throw out of your church. <laughs> we're honoring him because we were wrong about segregation. They threw him out over 60 years ago. 60 years ago, that's a lifetime. I mean, they could have let sleeping dogs lie. You don't have to go there getting your grandchildren all riled up about knowing that grandpa made a mistake. You don't have to do that. But I suppose one Sunday, someone or someones were offering their gift at the altar and they remembered. They remembered that they had something against them. They remembered the anger. They remembered that someone was trying to say, it's time to see the light. No, 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 no. For we have heard it said, you can't have those people in church. We have heard it said they have their place. We have heard it said they aren't even human. We have heard it said they are less. And Lucius got up in the pulpit and preached the word of God that said, but I say to you, Do you have a photograph? Because we need to be reconciled to Lucius. We know he just died. We know we're late. But we can't worship again until we're reconciled. And then we can offer our gift to God. Jesus assembled on that mountaintop the beginnings of what one day would be called church. He gave them a blessing and told them to make their light shine so that they may see your good works and give glory to your God in heaven. It was just the beginning, but now we live in days in which they're talking about the end of the church. That's what I've heard. They say there are people who are trying to turn it around. In fact, I read in the New York Times yesterday about a, a group of people who are buying multi-million dollar Super Bowl ads to promote Jesus. You've seen these ads, I'm sure. They're the ones with the taglines that say, he gets us. They're the ones who say, whatever you're facing, Jesus faced it too. He gets us. They're the ones who tell of one who prepared a feast, and it was all in his home, but some refused to sit at his table, and he was heartbroken because he wanted them all to be filled, not with food and drink, but with compassion. And I have to admit, I agree with every single one of those messages that are aired. A message, I think, to a world that says, 
The church is all about people, keeping people out. No, no. It's a welcoming place. I like the message. But yesterday in the article, I read that some of those who are funding those ads want to remain anonymous. The, the article went on to say that the organization that runs that ad gave money to groups, groups that I have heard, that I have heard said, don't see Jesus as clearly and as rightly as I do. And so after I read the article, I said, cancel the commercial, write them off, for they are against the Jesus that I know because what I've heard said is it's perfectly okay to hate your enemy. I've heard that said. I like that being said. But then there was this man who lived among people who could not get along and said to them, But I say to you, in a couple of weeks, we are going to have that annual meeting. And you do all so well filling that fellowship hall up to vote on elders and trustees and approve budgets. And and you do well in celebrating the life of Westminster, and I thank you for that. And again, this year, there is much to celebrate. But I'm hoping you'll come this year because a session and a few others are beginning a process of discerning where God is leading Westminster in the days ahead. You see, my hunch about the church in this world is that it isn't scared of death. No, we've got death down pretty well. My hunch is about the church in the world is that we're scared of life. Not this church. Life begins with the words... But I say to you,